Talk Radio. Tomorrow, I got some postponements going on in Major League Baseball and Major League Soccer. 
some NFL teams boycotted out of, of their uh, like uh, out of their uh, training camp practices. But anyway, to help me break it all down, two great friends of mine from the Weekend Adjustment Sports Talk Show on WMOH, the ticket based out of Hamilton, Ohio. They're my NBA guys. I go to them for all things NBA. Those are my guys, uh, Kevin McCune and Jared Singleton. Welcome, brothers. How are you doing? Uh, heavy heart, I guess. Yeah, you know, it would be the best way to describe describe it. Heavy heart tonight, and yeah, um, yeah just I don't know. The year the year keeps yeah. getting harder. It's, uh, I'm very disappointed in the human in the human race. Honestly, I'm very very disappointed in us. I am too. <laughs> I'm too. This is an understatement how I feel about that, and you know. You know, like remember, in like Memorial Day weekend when um, George Floyd was murdered at the hands of Minneapolis police, when you know people had this racial awakening, so to speak, right? Where mm-hmm. you know you have a lot of people having dialogues, a long overdue dialogues, right, on relations, race relations, and it seemed productive. And I'll be honest with you guys, man. And I'm telling you this because I can see you brothers, you're two young white guys, but I can see you guys as brothers to me. As hopeful as I was at that point in time, seeing the protests and in the and, and, and the sports league, the businesses even, across around the world taking notice. As excited and as hopeful as I was then, there's a part of me, albeit a small part, but a part of me nonetheless that not only remained cynical, but was waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I guess the other, the other shoe happened two nights ago with, um, with Jacob Blake being shot seven times point-blank range from his kids while was walking away from police. And subsequently, the night after, um, you know, a young man from Illinois uh, shooting three protesters, killing two of them, uh, one of which, again, being a 26-year-old white guy as a peacemaker. Um, and, and as a result, you know, obviously the NBA playoffs were postponed tonight. It's it 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 actually a boycott. But then the NBA is hopeful to reschedule those games. And I'm not sure if, to be honest with y'all, I mean, we're going <laughs> to – I don't think – I think I think this may be it for the NBA. I, I, I don't know what it would take for the players to feel comfortable playing again with all what's going on. Um, Major League Baseball, some, some teams canceled their games tonight. Maybe a little more the next couple of days or so. The MLS will cancel their their games, uh, as, their matches, I should say, as well. Um, Jared, we had a conversation before the podcast because you didn't think you would be able to make it. But you know, even though it was on something totally different, as you know, I don't know if we'll get to it or not about regarding Montrez Harrell and Luka Doncic, but the stuff that's going on, I mean. You, you, we thought that we, we thought that if that we had the world's America's attention when it were after the George in the George Floyd aftermath, but it's like now it seems like, it seems like teams, sports teams, and leagues are saying no more. They're using a platform to say no more. This shit has to stop. Killing unarmed people of color has to. stop. Period. I, I shouldn't be. No, I, they shouldn't be. 
and I shouldn't be afraid of my son, my 10-year-old son with ADHD, you know, when he becomes an, an adult, if, if genetics plays, plays correct, out correctly, he'll be probably tall or taller than me. I shouldn't have to worry about my son's future if he's kissed up by police. I shouldn't have to worry about walking through my neighborhood, a safe neighborhood, a great neighborhood, mind you, and have people think, I, I, I shouldn't have those fears. But yet who we are, here we are. So let me get your thoughts, Jared, and please feel free to speak your heart on this. Because this, this is affecting, I know people are talking about, well, damn it, it's affecting the sports world, so we're talking about. So, uh, Jared, please, please speak your heart on this, and Kevin, feel free to chime in, and uh, and we'll just go from here. Because, you know, it's, it's just, I'm just sad. This is supposed to be a, this is supposed to be a great week of NBA action. You know, baseball's coming, baseball's back in full swing. And this stuff in our society keeps happening over and over and over again. And I'm just tired. I, I'm, 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 I'm tired. I'm sad and I'm tired. So, Jer, uh, just, just give your thoughts on this, and Kevin, just feel, feel, feel free to, to add some as well. First off, I am through the moon. Like, it, 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 it warms my heart to know that an entire sports league cares enough to postpone their playoffs and possibly cancel their playoffs and lose all that money. You know, it, it, it's to effectuate change. Money has to be taken away from someone somewhere, some way, like you have right. to, right. you have to set a precedent and the biggest way to affect somebody and to effectuate change is to affect their pocketbook. So, granted, the players are losing money, and I understand, you know, how everybody thinks, oh, well, poor pitiful them, they're going to be losing out on game checks. Well, you know, I, I could get a job and still get paid this, that, and the other thing. Okay, fine. You know what? You can be bitter all you want because you don't make that money. I'm envious. I don't make that money. But at the same time, I don't care because the way the world is going right now, it's going to take somebody to punch this country in the face, in the jaw, in the mouth, whatever it takes, it, it, we need to get everybody's attention and bring, bring to light the injustices that are going on in this world. And that's the, the, the quickest and easiest way to do it is to, number one, affect the pocketbook, and number two, to take away the damn entertainment that everybody sees out of this. Because these guys that play these sports, baseball, football, basketball, soccer, hockey, all of it, whatever sports you play and you watch that you love, I'm happy that you love sports, I'm happy that you love movies, whatever it may be. But these are people, and they are human beings as well, and we need to start listening to them because they have a mind of their own. Most of them are very well educated because guess what? They went to college. Granted, it might be because they can play a sport. They might be more athletic. They can hit a jump shot. They can hit a, hit a ball with a stick, whatever it, whatever it may be. These guys are all educated, and they're all, they're all smart, and they're all thoughtful people. Everybody in this world, regardless of how 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 old you are, how young you are, what color you are, what gender you are, it does not matter. We are we all have free will and we all have the 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 capabilities of thinking for ourselves and what we as a people as in Americans, we look at these these the sports players and the sports figures and we just see, oh, this is entertainment. 
like the whole Paul George thing. It's, it's, it's just, you know, nobody cares about your, nobody cares about your mental health. We just want to see you be more than 13% from the field or under 25% from the field. It doesn't matter what it is. These guys are humans as well. And I am just really, really through the, through the roof that they are standing up and saying, I've had enough. We are the people that you look at. We are the people that you see just as Colin Kaepernick did when he knelt. He used his platform to help move and start a conversation to to change the way we see the world. And honestly, I know people are losing faith in everything that we are as a country and everything that we are as, as humans. But I, I, I plead with everybody, change doesn't happen overnight. Take a deep yeah. breath. All we can do is as a person – each of us, every single person that's listening to this, that's talking to this, everybody out in the world, we all just need to do better. And I'm keeping the faith in humanity that we will all do better to make this world a better place for our children. Because I have two children. I know you have children. I know, Kevin, you have a child as well. This world will be a better place because we are making it a better place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well said, um, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I agree with with everything you said, Jared. And um, I, know, I think just within the last few days, I've definitely felt uh, convictions. You know, um, yeah, Scott, you you talked about um, you know earlier this summer when when it seemed like uh, you know there's a spirit of change uh, in, in the air, and um, and I felt that at that time too, and. I'll admit I'm guilty of of allowing the mundanity of life, of allowing things like my job, my career, um, had eye surgery, those types of things to, um, you know, take over what what's my central my central thought and focus. And and the the last few weeks I've been you guys are probably annoyed if if you follow me I've been complaining on Twitter like a baby because the Big Ten's not playing football. But um, boss yeah. of a football season is is you know it's nothing compared to, to the loss of life or the loss of the ability to, to walk. And um, so I think that's, you know, it's ha- had some sobering perspective and I think uh, I'm just sad. Um, and, you know, I, I don't understand why, why people have to um, hate other people. I don't like, this 17-year-old kid, I don't, you know, was it, was it misguided parenting? Was it what was it, you know, that he he felt entitled to take an assault rifle um, to a peaceful protest? And, um, you know, and, and and just because, you know, I I can't understand that hate inside of him, um, you know, I just I don't know, you know. It, uh, Jared mentioned us having kids. Scott, you mentioned fearing for your son, and you know I've I've got one son. My wife and I have another kid on the way, and I'm like, I thought so much this summer about how can I raise my son to love and respect every person, um, regardless of anything. You know, how can I raise my sure. son to, you know, to to uh, to be deaf to the biases of the world around him, you know, and to, um, 
you know, to love, to love his fellow man because they are his fellow man and, and, and that we're all in this together. And, um, I don't know, I stream of consciousness right now. <laughs> I, I'm just hurting. I think a lot of people are hurting and, um, I applaud what the NBA players are doing. I see a lot of people on social media and it breaks my heart. It's part of the hate, um, saying, Oh, I have a job. I have to go to my job. And, you know, and I look at that and I think, you know, I got to, I have to go to my job too. But the difference between my job and their job is that if my job had a platform and if millions of, like I'm a teacher day to day, if millions of people, you know, watched me teach and if I had an ability to change the world for millions or give a message to millions by not going and teaching, you know, I I would do that. So I think, uh, I just think people need to have perspective and need to appreciate um, the fact that, like Jared said, these guys have a platform and they're using it. Yeah. And that's what's beautiful about it. I mean, and that's the thing, man, and I'm glad you mentioned that, you, you, Kevin, and, and, and Jared. The thing is that we all know that a lot of these professional athletes live in a bubble, right, so to speak, um, in the sense that they're – their status and their wealth. These are shielded from a lot of the things that other people in their community have to deal with. Let's put it that way. Even a guy like me, okay, I, I don't claim to be rich. Don't get me wrong. I see you guys want to borrow money from me, but I, I mean, it, it's it's not that I have it all, but I'm in a I kind of I'm, I'm in a place where I mean I live in North Avenue, okay, and. When I pass through Avondale to get to my house, to get to my neighborhood, a lot of the stuff that they, those people in Avondale, for example, deal with, I don't deal with. And that's just because of, of, of socioeconomics, right, from, from that perspective. Mm-hmm. But, but so basically those, those, these athletes, they know that they don't have to deal with much of this. I mean, granted, there was the uh, episode with um, Sterling Brown from from like uh, left from the Bucks who dealt with police, and you know as a result could have lost his life. There was a double, um, uh, I can't pronounce the last name to save my life, but but he dealt with it as well a few years before that when he was a member of the Hawks. So Cephalosha. So you know they they have to say that they're all immune, but the point is. A lot of them don't have to really deal with it as much as Jacob uh, uh, um, of the uh, as well as like like the the, the Jacob uh, Blake of, of the world and the George Floyd of the world and many other people lost their lives to handle police violence. They're using that platform to call to draw attention to that because they're basically the voice for the unheard. You know what I'm saying? Because they're from those communities, all the again, their wealth and status puts them in kind of a bubble. But at the same time, they're like, no. And not only black athletes, a lot of white athletes have come in and said no. A lot of like, you know, there's like 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 the uh the Detroit Lions walked out of a practice one day at training camp earlier this week. Actually yesterday. As a, uh, in response to the Jacob Blake shooting, and their coach Matt Patricia, who we like to bag on, and for good reason, he supported. He came out and said, "Hey, this this has to stop." 
Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay said this has to stop. You know, uh, across the winds of Philadelphia, many others said this has to stop, right? And so the thing mm-hmm. is that they're, they're using, God bless these athletes for using their platforms to call about change. Because let's face it, as many people from, like, the generations before us, right, they love to uh, romanticize what Dr. King did. And he, and granted, he's one of my heroes. I'm not going to bad Dr. King. Trust me. What I will say is a lot of those same people tend to forget how hated Dr. King was when he was assassinated. There's a reason why he was jailed you know, and had to write a book called Letters from a Birmingham Jail. There's a reason why he was beat up. There's a reason why he was stabbed. And there's a reason why he was officially killed. It wasn't because they loved the man and what he stood for. And now you have like 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 um things that affected that our community in the sixties, this country in the sixties you say, and things that Bill Walton Bill, Bill I'm sorry, not Bill Walton, but Bill Russell dealt with. You know, could you imagine people civil rights heroes from that time who were still alive telling the one of themselves, we're still dealing with the same shit <laughs> You know, granted for a lesser level than what they dealt with when it was really out in the open and really scary. But still having to deal with it one form or another, it's just sad. And I'm and, and I know I said it earlier, I said it on social media earlier. And I say it to you guys as brothers of mine, like sort of brothers of mine, I, I'm just tired. I'm fearful and I'm tired. I because I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen next. I don't know what's gonna happen to me or my family members. I, I don't know because you know, I'm moving from New York, my brother's back in New York. I don't know what's gonna to happen to him. I don't know what's gonna to happen to my nephew or niece. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I. I don't know. I'm. I'm really at a loss, fellas. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all may have to help me. I'm at a loss, and I'm glad that these athletes are calling attention to it. I noticed that I'm coming across the ticker now on ESPN that the Dodgers, the Giants game tonight, seven six after the postponed. Um, I know that the Mariners postponed their game. I know the Brewers postponed their game against, against the Reds. I'm glad that, that more people are aware and supportive. I just, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just don't know, Ken. I, I just don't know. I don't. All I can say, all I can say is, please don't lose lose faith. I'm not trying to to, to preach or anything like that here, but. The moment we all lose faith and think that things cannot change is the moment that they won't change because nobody will try. So sure. all we can do is I can't go out. We, we three can use this platform, the one that you provided me and Kevin, to speak our piece and to say what we have to say and hope that maybe what we say reaches somebody and touches their heart enough to – make them, you know, believe that, that, that the world can change. Like I said, all I can do is say, just don't lose faith and just be better as an individual. And Kevin, I'm going to say this to you. You have nothing to worry about when it comes to raising your child the way you will raise him. 
to not see color and to just be to to just see as you know as has been said before to see the content of their character and not their color so i have full faith in you that your children are going to grow up and never see uh see anybody's skin tone or their color because that's not going to matter to them because of the way they were raised and raised by you so i i understand if you have your fears of that but i i have no fear of that for you and now do i now do i thanks thanks guys Yeah, and um, I just to echo what Jared said as far as not losing hope. I I agree with that, and I I, I think my message is just stop stop defending hate. <laughs> I I was on I'm on Twitter right now, and an hour before the show came on, I see this tweet from somebody has screen grabbed something from Tucker Carlson tonight, and you know he's what he is anyway, but. Um, <laughs> where he where he says that he he she says how how we how we uh not shocked that a 17 year old felt like he needed to maintain order I'm reading I'm like are you kidding me like are you kidding me and like I'll restrain myself and just leave it at that but like what like sure. why 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 do we have to wrap everything around a political lens or and when I went to college, one of my majors was creative writing. When I went to college the first time around, I have a degree in it. And one of my professors, his big thing was that no one is inherently good and no one is inherently evil. And I'm like, you know, but there are things that we can say with complete agreement. We all should say with complete agreement are inherently evil. And, like, we, should, we shouldn't have a problem with that. Like, the, this kid, what he did, he he doesn't deserve a voice of defense. And and I and I think it's okay that we all, as as good, functional human beings who love our fellow man and who want the best for our world, for our children, for their futures, I think it's okay if we all, in 100% agreement, say no, that wasn't right, or that, um, Blake getting shot in the back, no, that wasn't right, you know. And it, it, I think we need to do a better job as people with being okay with calling out evil and saying that's evil, that's bad, that's wrong, and it doesn't matter what any elected official or any political bias or what my, you know, what, you know, my uncle Jack says, whatever. It doesn't matter what they say. Like, I know what is wrong because I was taught from a young age what is right and what is wrong. And I think we need to collectively quit arguing with each other and just say yeah. no when something's wrong, call it out as wrong, and uh, that that's that's my soapbox. Thank you, thank you, thank you both. I really, I really appreciate you guys. Obviously, you guys know that. I hope you guys know that. Um, and I and I'm sure a lot more people appreciate what we what you all had to say. Um, and and obviously, you guys are not alone, and I'm not alone, obviously, but. It's good to have you all and many, many people like you all on our side of me. Because to your point, Kevin and Jared, Jared, I'm I'm cynical by nature. That's just who I am. I, I gotta keep the faith. I mean, for the sake of my ten year old son, for the sake of my niece, my nephew and niece, oh, for the sake of you guys, 
I have to keep the faith. I have to, I have to keep the faith because that's all I have left. That's where all I have left at this point. Um, you know, I, I could, I could go get on my knees and complain to God about why has He allowed this to happen for 401 years? Why has He allowed to allowed a lot of these atrocities to take place over the last few centuries? But I, I, I my faith is all I have left. My faith is all I have left at this point, and I pray that I have to turn this into church. But I, I pray that I, I pray that my faith never, never leaves me. It's, it's threatening. I just pray that it never completely leaves me because I'm, I'm, if I'm terrified enough for the process of my son dealing with police and whatnot, I'm even more terrified of what happened to me if I lost my faith. So, um, I, I'll try my damnedest. I'll try my hardest. And with your support and many friends of mine and other support um, that look like you guys, I I, I owe it to y'all and to my family to keep whatever faith I have left. Thank you guys again for being who you are. Thank you guys for being understanding. And we we got we got to push forward. We we got to push forward, and we can't we we can't afford to get stuck. In the mud. I know that we. I know again. I know the NBA is going on right right now. The play is going on right now. I think those games will be postponed in later dates. You know, maybe when the mood is lighter, when we, when we don't, we hopefully we don't have to shed any more tears of sadness over any other things that goes on in, in the world that impacts sports. But I, I, just, I, I felt I, I didn't feel comfortable talking about what's going on with the Philadelphia 76ers, any of the Pacers. Uh, as far as coaching moves, I, I didn't think it would be the right night for this, given what's happened the last two nights and what happened earlier today with the games being postponed um, across across three sports. So, I, you know, I, I thank you guys, both of you guys, for indulging me and and talking with having this conversation with me. And I know this conversation is not going to end between between the three of us. I know this conversation is not going to end with friends of, of mine and friends of yours regarding this. But thank you guys both for willing to talk to me about this and having open minds and and, and sharing your opinions and just being you, just, just, just being yourselves. So thank you, Jared. Thank you, Kevin. God bless you guys. You're my brothers. And, 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 and let's stay safe, and hopefully we'll be around next week to talk about more NBA if we have the NBA. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Scott, thanks for having me. Take care, guys. Oh, take care, guys. Take care. Those are my guys, Kevin McCune and Derek uh, Singleton, my friends from the Weekend Adjustment Sports Talk Show. Let me emulate the ticket. Um, I'm sad. Tired. But I got to keep the faith because, again, with little faith I have left, it's all I have. It's all I have at this point, so... Pray for me, please. Pray for my community. Pray for pray pray for us all. Because this is this this problem, man. It's God help us all. Anyway, thank y'all for listening to the podcast. Come on, our podcast. It's Scott Bergson. Please stay home. Please wear a mask. If you're out and about. And always, always, oh six. Good night. God bless y'all. God bless us all. <laughs>